many things to be balanced. This here podcast is for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You never know, we might be talking about spirituality and wellness, relationships, whatever it is that you do to get your money, be it working somewhere, be it running your own thing, be it having a side hustle, it's all good over here. We are getting organized, we are handling our time management better, and we are having fun through it all. Because over here, it's all love, all light, and good vibes only. So, if you are interested in living, laughing, and learning, growing, and glowing, drinking your water, and minding your own business, this is the perfect place for you. Hi, I'm Tiff, and welcome to the Life Unscripted Podcast. Building a brand and operating a business can get a little hectic sometimes. I mean, there's a million things to do and you only have two hands, but not to fret. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I want to share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to Organized Energy co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. So many of us have heard of the great resignation and many of us have also become aware of people around us might be you that um, has launched your own small business And I want to make sure that I am helping you guys to be equipped with what you need to be successful um, as you go on these journeys. So what we're going to do is to have a small series where I'll be highlighting some of my favorite tools that I use that helps me to run my brand, my businesses a little bit easier. Um, As you know, I recently uh, published a few books and rolled out some new programs um, that will also help you guys um, in your ventures. But going through the process of writing and publishing the books and rolling out the online programming and some of the other tools and resources that I have available to you, I came across some amazing tools that I fell in love with. So I want to introduce them to you. So one by one, as we do this series, I'm going to highlight one category at a time. Just give you a brief um, synopsis and explanation for why I think you should give this particular category of tools and resources um, a try. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about coming right up.
All right. Thank you guys for joining us for another edition of the Life Unscripted podcast by Organized Energy. I'm your girl, Tiff, and uh, I'm just so happy to have you guys here today. For those of you all who have been around for a while, you know who I am. I'm your bestie. For those of you all who are new, I would like to introduce myself so that you will be, so I'll be your new bestie too. So um, again, my name is Tiffany Williams and I am the principal consultant for organized energy coaching and consulting. Um, I like to say that we help build brands and um, the professionals behind them. And so um, what we have shifted our focus to doing um, in recent times is helping you tell your story. So whether you've overcome something or you know something that you'd like to teach or share or whatever it is, I can help you to get that out there by launching your own podcast or writing and publishing your own book. So that is kind of what I do, but we're not here for me today. We're here for a very special guest. In honor of um, Black History Month, you guys, I've been giving you all video footage. You know that we typically only do audio for the podcast, but um, I've been inviting some special guests this month. And so I've come out from behind the microphone and jumped in front of the camera. And as soon as February is over, I will go right back behind the microphone. I am so not used to being in the camera. <laughs> um, but I have with us today, Mr. Nate Branscombe. Um, I became um, acquainted with him. I moved, we re relocated to the East Coast about three years ago. And um, as a divorced mom, raising boys, I definitely wanted to throw a little bit of everything in the bag. What, give me a little bit of this and a little bit of that when it comes to helping um, with my with my children, especially my 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 man child. My and so um, I had him to join um, some mentoring programs and things of that nature here in the Triangle, which is in North Carolina. For those of you all who are not familiar with that, and um, and so anyway, Mr. Nate Branscombe um, is a participant. <clears throat> is kind of over one of the programs he was in. So anyway, that's how I became acquaint, acquainted with him and the work that he's doing. Um, and so when I wanted to feature some people that are doing some amazing things within our local and global community, um, certainly Nate came top of mind for someone that I knew was doing some good work. And I wanted to make sure to feature that and spotlight that during this series. So with all that being said, welcome to the show, Nate. Thank you for coming. Well, thank you for having me. And I don't know if this is a coincidence, but I was actually looking for a new bestie. And so the fact that you can pronounce my, my last name correctly, Branscombe, which is not something that people do easily. I've been brownstone. I've been brown. Don't ask me how. But, you know, it just it, it definitely puts you at the top of the contention. So, you know, hey, let's, 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 let's see where this goes. Okay, see what we're talking about? This is already starting off to a good start. Sorry, off to a good start. Well, um, again, I want to say thank you for being here because, uh, you know, and I, and I say that because us grown folk, you know, millennials and, 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 and then some, some grown people, they love social media. They love the camera. They love all I am not, like, I'm just not one to do all that. So it's always awkward for me to even do anything on social media, especially jumping in front of the camera. So I know that some of my other guests are like, I normally don't do this, but I'm gonna do this for you, you know? So um, anyway, thank you for, uh, for for humoring me with this today. Um, but I want to oh, get oh, started. <laughs> I want to no, get I was gonna say wholeheartedly get what you're saying, right? I was gonna say I'm not grown for, but I think the gray hairs in the chin throw me off. <laughs> I think it but I'm with you. I think that um, even in my team, right, I think I am um, serving as a chapter president. I am, I'm a behind the scenes type of guy. I want to make sure that everything is working and going well. 
but they say, no, Nate, you know, you gotta, you gotta get out there. You gotta say hi, you gotta, you gotta shake some hands and stuff. And so definitely feel you. So we, after this, we'll both go back into a small hiatus and then come out as needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about um, who you are, Nate, and what it is that you do professionally, because we'll get in. I want this to be a fun conversation as well. So we won't focus completely on all the, you know, the suit and tie things that we normally yeah. would, would see about a person on LinkedIn, but definitely want to give everyone an idea of what it is that you do do professionally and what you contribute to our society. So why don't you let us know kind of what do you do for work? So for work, I am a financial controller. Um, I'm a CPA, which means that I oversee a staff of accountants and we do all the really, really fun, exciting stuff like create journal entries, close your books, deal with external auditors, do financial analysis, all the stuff that's the lifeblood of the company. Okay, um, so you're on the wild side. You wild, no. I know. I mean, I mean, who doesn't <laughs> like debits and credits? I'm going to need you to tamper down so we don't get too excited up in this conversation, you know? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, but I cut you off. Go ahead, keep going. So you do no, that. No, no, no. So that, that's what I do. Um, I am uh, probably more importantly, a uh, husband of 17, almost 18 years in a couple months, right? I know Ooh, it goes by fast. I am like you, a parent. Um, I have two. My son is 14. My daughter will be 12 in less than a month. And I'm still trying to figure out where all the time go. Oh, oh yeah, gosh. yeah. Um, also, like you, and again, like our bestie list just keeps growing. I'm a transplant. I'm actually from the south side of Chicago, okay. and so yeah, I came here. Um, wife was offered a uh, job at IBM after grad school. We went to DC for a little bit. I worked at the Federal Reserve, and then when we started our family, we came back here. And so, um, like you, when most people in the triangle, um, not here from all, not here at all. While I'm not from up north, I, I'm more Midwest, but um, I found it to be, let's say home. It's been a great family environment. And that's one of the things we try and do with the 100 Black men. And so, yeah, so accountant, CPA, father, you know, all, all the really, really exciting stuff, all the stuff that young boys dream of when they're growing up. <laughs> right. I, you know, in school, I took up accounting in, in high school. You know, they kind of would try to have you to kind of correct, um, uh, select a career path that you might would want to in, uh, go into. So I did uh, some teaching and then I, uh, and I did uh, accounting and I was really good. I love numbers. Um, and then I ended up being um, uh, accepted into the University of Louisville's School of Engineering, Speed School of Engineering. And I was like, just, just really a thinker. You know, I loved numbers, loved all that stuff being very analytical. And before I literally signed the papers to go for engineering, and I was going to minor in accounting. And I just thought, I, I, I cannot. Like, I mean, I've, I've always been a great student and I've always, and I just thought, I mean, is this really what I want? I got, you know, I, I was trying to figure out how do I pull out this fun side of me, you know? And, uh, and I just couldn't, I knew, I felt like I was going to have to really think, seriously think for a long, like think for real, think all the time. And so I said, okay, I'm going to hold off on this. And so I didn't, I didn't go that way, but funny, you know, because Absolutely. I was certainly interested in becoming a CPA um, or an engineer. So um, definitely I can, I, it takes a special person and a certain passion to want to do that work. So I commend you for that. And you mentioned that the 100. And so that's how uh, my family, my, my son and I became acquainted with you. He has since then moved back to the Midwest, actually, because I'm from the Midwest too, from Kentucky. Um, so he's moved back uh, 
he just I love the triangle and he just couldn't seem to, to love it as much. So I was sad that, that he, you know, but I understand. Um, but anyway, the work that you guys do um, with the 100 is just amazing. You all are turning out like some some great, great products, you know, um, from what you do, you know, wonderful men, young men that are coming out of there. Tell us a little bit more about what got you involved in the 100 and tell us what does your work look like there? Gotcha. So I'll actually be able to kind of circle back on the accounting thing, which will be a great pathway. So I actually picked my major out of a brochure after I had been accepted to college. Didn't know, didn't know one accountant, didn't know a CPA, didn't know an engineer. I figured, hey, you know what, let me major in something in business, right? Because I figured then I'd be able to come out and make some money. Who doesn't like money at, at 17, 18? Mm -hmm. um, the one that the, the description that turned around and stuck the most was accounting. Right. I figured if I learn how to do accounting, then eventually I could probably branch off and do everything else. If you know where the numbers are coming from, how to get there, what they mean, then it helps you make decisions. I'm not sure where I got that from. Right? It could have been a fortune cookie, but it turned it's turned out to be true. Mm -hmm. I actually minded in political science thinking that I'd be a politician. Um, yeah, I mean, but I, I'll say this. This is my way to, to do good. Um, the 100. What I love about the 100 isn't the fact that we're doing something for the young men. It's that we're allowing them to be who they are. Okay. Right. I think that um, the way that I normally say it is, is that there aren't many places. In, and let me at least let me start by this saying that the 100 is a national organization. Yes. There are now five chapters in North Carolina and we have them in Kentucky, D.C., all over the place with similar makeups. These are the only common factor among all the chapters or the most common factor is, is that it's just brothers who want to make a difference, mm -hmm. right? This is 100% volunteer, although if you ask our family and children, this probably more feels like a full-time job yeah. than anything yeah. else. Mm -hmm. There aren't many places where you're going to walk into a room and see a senior VP at Oracle, a CPA who's a controller, an entrepreneur, an executive in here, um, someone who sells clothes for a legend a living, a teacher. I mean, no matter what you do, blue collar, white collar, no collar, boots, ties, shoes, whatever else. The one thing that that combines and that brings us all together is, is our love for young men, yes. right? And what's interesting is, is that these are often the young men who we were. So, I mean, you see me now in a suit with a tie and I have two children, but I mean, I grew up in the hood of the hood. I grew up on the South side of Chicago. I'm not talking Burlington or Evergreen, no no disrespect, but if you ever knew a Chicagoan, right, we said, no, 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 what street are you from? What high school would you go to, right? Who, who, who's your mom and dad? Just to make sure that everything is authentic. And just so you all know, grew up in the Inglewood area, right? Went to Overton initially, right? Then John Hope, then I moved over to Roseland, High Park High School, and then college. So that should be enough for the street care for people who, who know often in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. No. But what we do is, is this, um, we're not, we're pointing into it. I think that the definition of men, especially black men has, has changed and evolved over time, right? Mm -hmm. It's, um, and there are a variety of them. Hey, you know what? These are guys who don't do anything to, Hey, you know what? They're working and making sure they're putting, putting food on their family. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, what we do is we let them see who men really are and we're not all the same. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, 
And that means that, hey, you know what? It doesn't always mean that you have to be tough. It doesn't mean that you always have to be emotionless. It doesn't mean that you have to turn around and drive the best car, right? We always like to define with Black men what it doesn't mean. Like it's a negative connotation. Like in Black history, it's always, oh, look at what you overcame. And while those are pieces of our story, it's not our whole story. That's it's right. look at the power, look at the potential, look at all the great things and aspects of what it means. I mean, look at our culture, which is continuously right. emulated, right? I mean, that's what it, I mean, that's part of our story. That's part of Black history. It doesn't just mean look at what we've overcome. That's it's right. look at what we contribute. And so what our goal is, is to say, hey, you know what? We see you. And we're going to turn around and try and level the playing field as much as possible by giving you the opportunities, the experiences, the conversation to one, be who you are, but two, live up to your potential, even if you don't recognize it. I love the work that you guys are doing. For instance, um, I love that um, the way that your program is set, that you have a, diff a variety of topics that you are discussing and, and thing resources that you're sharing from month to month with them so that it changes up each month. I love it that you all um, do like say the stock market game. That was really with real, with tangible rewards. You know, my son's uh, team, you know, they they won their little money, you know, last oh, they year. They were getting paid. They were getting yeah, paid. And he, when he, and he the, at the end of the stock market game was when he was transitioning, moving back to Kentucky. And uh, he called and he called mama. Have you heard about them for my money yet? Have they said money yet? When they go say, he was so excited to win this little money from the stock market game. <laughs> but you know, I love it that you all exposed them to um, to the stock market. He was already in school, learned he was his friends were coming to school and they were doing like they were wanting to get into forex trading. You know, he's been doing a little bit of Bitcoin thing, whatever. And so financials, you know. I feel like hey, listen. On a side note, have him call me because I think I need to invest some money in him already. I mean, listen, let <laughs> me maybe I can help him get started. <laughs> These kids is where it's at. You hear me? This boy talking about forex trading and he's doing the Bitcoin thing or whatever. And and I had him to recently send me, you know, because you have to, you know, pardon me my language, you all, but you know, everyone, you got to piss test kids, you know, and I don't mean piss test as in piss test, but as in randomly check things, you know, you just had so I had him uh, recently. I said I need to see a screenshot of all your your uh, your cash app transactions. I send me screenshots of all of them for the last couple of months. I just need to see what's going on, what's coming in, going out, whatever. I monitor as much as I can, you know, and we can't catch everything, but I try to look. So uh, as I was looking at his little trends and most of it was fast food stuff. He was just you know, a lot of the things that was, was coming, you know, but uh, one of the things I saw was little deposits for uh, Bitcoin, whatever, then grew or some little monetization he's gotten. I don't know what, but he's going to earn some dividends off of this Bitcoin stuff. So I thought, well, what is this boy doing? But you know, that's what he's into. And the thing that it was surprising to me because he's, he's you know, I'm constantly letting him know he's an athlete and, um, and I'm constantly letting him know that's not the only way, you know, and don't let that be that that's your only black boy dream is to be an athlete. You know, there are so many other things that you can do, you've been gifted to do. So he's, you know, very headstrong, very tunnel vision about, but this is what I'm going to do. And I'm like, okay, well, the thing about it is, even though that's what he's insisting, he's going to do it and, and preferably so. But um, I'm glad that even though he doesn't even recognize it, he's got a lot of interest in the financial investment 
uh, realm. You know, you know, he's really into all that, you know, with the stocks and all this thing. And I don't even think he realizes that that's a career potential for him. You know, I think he thinks it's a hobby and it's just a general interest. But a lot of times we are, we're pulled, you know, our purpose um, is a lot of time tied to our passions, you know, what we're just naturally gifted to do. And I don't think that's something that he's recognized just yet. He's not been open to me to kind of talk to him about it just yet. So I'll keep on, you know, tinkering around with that. But anyway, beyond, and I know that you mentioned it is a sacrifice for your family uh, to for you to do what you do. And we thank you for it because you are certainly making an amazing impact in the lives of so many young men, you know, and we, I feel like our lived experiences, yes, we, we hear, we're here and we evolve and we experience things for ourselves, but ultimately I feel that we are here to glorify God and we're here to help others, you know, where our story is really for someone else that's coming behind us. We're 10 steps ahead and they can look ahead to us. We can pull them along on their journey when they, you know, and they can see, you know, well, if so-and-so could do it, could overcome it, could achieve it, could whatever, so can I. And so yeah, anyway, I thank yeah. you for what you're doing. Um, so, so anytime, and, and what I'll do is, is that, I mean, you, 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 I think there is so much of what we do and what you said, right? I'll, I'll, I'll try and hit a couple points, which is, you know, sometimes to get started running, right? All you need to do is start walking. Yes, I mean, by him investing, right? What he's doing is that he's doing, he's, he's looking at things that he's familiar with, mm -hmm. right? And so then as time and as, and as spotless, and as time and experience allows, right, over, he'll, he'll start to look at research to understand more complex investments. I mean, mm -hmm. one of the things that we say is, is what they'll see is what they'll be. And That's so when right. you walk into a room and you're looking at guys who are wearing Jordans and Tim's and talking, talking because they're from New York and Chicago, and you're like, wait a minute, you're the CFO of who? How'd you get there, right? You grew up where? You were, you were an army ranger? Oh, wow, right? I just thought you was just a regular dude down the street because he is, we were where they were before. Mm -hmm. what, you, what you're talking about is one of the things that I like to, to call the butterfly effect, right? Our goal is to sit here and expose you to as much as possible yes. so that you see what's out there, right? It's, you have the potential. We, all of our young men have potential. All of us are, are called to do something. The trick is, is that giving them the opportunity and a vision to see what those paths are, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he may turn around and become some billionaire who runs his own fund. And it, and it all came down to, hey, you know what? I went to a stock market game. And then my motivation may have been picking up $100 here and trying to participate there, but look at what it turned into. Or, hey, you know what? I was in stock, I was up into doing stock markets for a while. And then I turned around and became an investment banker. Right. Mm -hmm. There are so many different paths when all we have to do is say, hey, you know what? I've seen this before. I've seen yes, people who yes. do it. Right. Something that looked insurmountable and I didn't know where to start became mm -hmm. very manageable now that I've had a conversation with somebody and I saw how they did it. And, and I'll tell you, while you thank me and I thank my brothers, one of the things that we do is, is that I love the fact that that you trusted us with your son. I mean, my son is in the program and they learn from each other as much as they learn from us, mm -hmm. right? It's it's back in the day, my mother would talk about how everybody, it was a community, right? If, mm -hmm. if, if you were doing something wrong, the neighbor would kick your butt, tell your mama, yes. and, then, and then your mama would kick your butt, mm -hmm. right? And now it's everything is very, I don't, we, while we're still a community, we're not as open as don't tell my kid anything, right? That's you know, it. they were right. 
But what happens is, is that if I have your best interest at heart, it takes a level of trust and openness for you to say, I don't know who these guys are, mm-hmm. right? How do I, I don't know what type of lessons they're going to teach my son. Mm-hmm. And so we thank you for caring enough about him to, to come in and look for a mentoring program. And for both you and he being open enough to develop the relationship to say, hey, you know what? I'm open to learning and seeing what's out there. And so as much as you mm-hmm. congratulate us and I congratulate my men, my, uh, my, my, my fellow uh, volunteers from the 100 Black Men, we thank you all because we're in this together. Absolutely. And I hope for those who are listening and, and those who may be watching, it, watching um, one nugget just even right there is on, to be on one or both sides of the coin, meaning um, there is something that someone is in need for you to do. And so since we're not here for ourselves, if there is a way that you can contribute in, in some way, if you have a passion for youth or for whoever it is, giving back is so rewarding. It is just a gift that A, keeps on giving. And it really feels so much better to be the giver than the receiver a lot of times. It's just an, it's a, it's an amazing feeling when you're contributing. Um, I've, I mean, I absolutely love doing whatever it is that I do throughout the community as well. And as a parent, um, you know, looking for ways that you can have someone else help you pour into your child, whether you're married and it's two of you guys, or if you're a single parent, single dad or single mom, I mean, there's always so much more that your child can be exposed to, you know, and I mean, I'm telling you, between the Kappa League and the 100 Black Men, um, the National uh, Black MBAs, Leaders of Tomorrow program, the YMCA's Black Achiever program, church youth program, (laughs) this child is probably programmed so he can't be programmed no more. (laughs) And I mean, not just him, but any, this is what I do for, you know, for any of them. But what do you do? I know that you stay busy with work and then you have your family and then of course you do this so what do you do for you what do you do for enjoyment for leisure and what do you do to maintain your mental health your mental wellness that's a great question i'm gonna have to figure out that answer now uh but let me let me let me say this real fast before we get into that right what you said is so important because what happens is as parent we can we can raise our children we can be their mother their father but it's hard, but it's, it's, I find it difficult to be their mentor. I tell, right, my, my, my son, both of my children have both parents in the household. Mm-hmm. And I can, tell them, I can tell them the same thing over and over and over again. But a guy he doesn't know, mm-hmm. right, if he starts saying the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I can raise my child, but it's not the same as having a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. putting him into something where he can express himself, right? Absolutely. And with all of our children. Um, so to be honest with you, sometimes I'm so consumed with work and family and this, there's not much time. I did start picking basketball back up, right? I realized that I'm not in my 20s or even my 30s like I used to be. So, you know, the shot is still there, right? It's starting to get warmer, so we'll do okay, that. Okay, you still got it. Now, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, for short spurts, right? You know, that first two or three minutes when I go past you, right? I might <laughs> need oxygen afterward, but... <laughs> Like, you oh, over on nice. the knees, trying to oh, yeah. oh, just give me. There, let me catch my breath. Shot around and beat a beat a couple of teenagers recently, right? I mean, now okay, I had to go I'll home, went home and went to sleep afterward. But you know, let me live in my glory days because you know some of them are still there. Um, okay. Other than that, right? I think Chicago. I'm a car player, right? Um, play spades, right? But that's only if there are no bit whisk players, because you know, for us, bit whisk is the higher version of the game. I go out with the guys, right? You know, um, basketball and 
honestly, right around now, I was trying to sleep. <laughs> Perfect time for it. It's, you know, it is the winter. So it really, the, the gray and the coat sometimes, absolutely, I can see that, you know. But are you, do you read anything? Do you listen to, is there anything on your playlist, whether it's music or podcasts or audiobooks even? But what, what are some of those things that, that you do, if you do any of those? need to do more of it, right? I mean, I'll try and catch the news, especially some of the political commentary at night. Um, I'm, a, I'm a Washington Post, New York Times type of guy, right? I picked up a book, um, one of the Sister Soldier series, that's um, right around November, December, because I've read pretty much all of them. One of the ones she had most recently, but it's been collecting dust. Okay. Right? And so this is one of those things where, again, we could probably even do a session on this. It's just how do you slow down and take time for yourself? Right, because sometimes yes. when you're driven and you're trying to push and you're right, that's that's where we are. We are knee deep into uh, my son acting, my daughter doing art, right? And so it's it's we're, the the scale is a little tilted, but mm -hmm. we'll 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 eventually get it back to where it needs to be. Absolutely, and you know, I ask that a lot with uh, especially through this particular series, uh, especially with with the men because we know that the numbers, um, you know, what the numbers say um, as it pertains to the mental health and well-being of our black men, you know, sometimes the numbers are a bit staggering. And um, in our community, sometimes there's a negative connotation um, attached to therapy or um, just being emotional, being able to be in touch with the feelings, you know, and whatever I've been. Uh, so I've been intentional about asking the guys, especially like, what are you doing to take care of yourself? And, um, and some are, they're ready to go. They're like, you know, I do, you know, I, I do, you know, I read, I do my massages, I go here, I take time for that. And I've been so impressed. And then, and others are like, you know what, I got to think about that. And I mean, I totally get that. In fact, I feel like God was dealing with me about on that, uh, just on resting, maybe back in the summer even. And, uh, and I have been trying to be very intentional about at least taking my Sundays off. I, I was so consumed with my projects, with writing these books and creating these programs and, and all these other things as I've kind of rebirthed, relaunched what the brand looks like and what I'm offering. And I loved it because when you get to live in your purpose and live on purpose, I mean, it doesn't feel like work. It's, I mean, I love to do what I do. And, um, but I realized I was doing it all the time, like all day, all night, Saturday, seven days a week, you know, the weekend didn't matter. It's just another day to get to get up and do whatever it is I was doing. And um, I felt like I was like, now, wait a minute, you know, and so I have tried to be very intentional, at least on Sundays to take that as my day of rest, you know, so um, my girls know like, mama, what are we going to do on Sunday? You know, or, mama, you still not going to do something on Sunday? Are we going to do this now that you're off on Sundays or whatnot? So sometimes I lay around and do nothing. Sometimes I sleep or, or read, I catch up on TV. I don't watch TV. I don't care for TV, you know, but I'll, on Sundays, we kind of maybe are in a, a bit of a nostalgic mood. So we'll maybe look at Punky Brewster or something like that. But it has been interesting. In fact, I initially didn't know what to do on a day off. I didn't even know what to do on a Sunday because I was so used to working and loved it, you know, um, beyond, you know, church. We kind of got out of the habit of going to church due to COVID. You know, we've been doing church online and things. So it, so Sundays weren't even church day anymore, you know, per se. So 
Yeah, but I, I definitely get it, you know, with having to kind of think, well, what do what, what can I start doing for myself, you know? So, but and you, but you already touched on one of my questions. I always ask, what can you do at the spades table? But you already said it's, it's that you know, you get down with the spades, you know, some people, and I and that's interesting because some people um they're like, I could do a little bit, you know, or I don't play spades or whatever. So you said you do play spades, just not I with tell people all spades. the time, right? Well, so first thing is that I, I joke and say we play space in the family, but it's normally at the kitty table. But okay. that's just a little trash talking, right? But I tell people all the time, if you if you if you picture the top five space player that you've ever played with, like this is my top five all-time list, knock one of those off the list because you know <laughs> I'm I'm right here. I'm right here. Right. Okay. I want to say top three, but you know, I, I I'll be humble and say top five, right? Oh my gosh. But, so Kendall Harris over at the Triangle YMCA. I don't know if you're familiar with Kendall, but I have to connect you guys because you all do very similar work. Kendall's been the director of the Clarence Leitner Achievers Program, which is in other cities and states called the Black Achievers Program through the YMCA. So he does an incredible work with the youth over there. He's recently uh, been promoted to the director of, of like a racial equity, like a diversity type of program they have well, now. Congratulations. Absolutely. But uh, Kendall and his trash talk about spades. Now, I don't know which one of y'all going to be in the top three, because Kendall, I think Kendall think he can hold number one and keep it at number one for a while. <laughs> so where, where, being, where's, Kend where's Kendall at? Kendall is in the triangle. No, he's no, no. no. Where, is he, where is he from? Is he oh, from what? this area? Yes. Kendall said he's actually from Raleigh. And is Kendall Alpha? Is he a Q? He's one of, I don't know, but so he's very, he, he's very zealous. And, See, um, this makes me not want to meet Kendall because I hate, when, with the brother having so much success and it being such a community impact, I would hate to give him a bad day on a car oh, we just It just yeah. wouldn't be, it just wouldn't be, you know, we're supposed to be promoting each other. We just talked about how it's like brotherly love and something like that and uh, <laughs> humble another brother who's had some success is not, that's not in my DNA. I just want to. Oh. Lord. <laughs> we try to we want unity in the community now now your kid but you know y'all might be a power team you know what i'm saying because kendall said he ain't playing with nobody now he's not playing around he said he's all he's all about the business when it comes to spades so um but i i love it that's like one of my fun you know fun questions i love to ask because when it comes to we're talking about this black history series that i've been doing so that's a family thing, you know, if I don't care, you know, we, you know, we got the potato salad, we got the greens, the fried mm -hmm. chicken, and we got spades and we got dominoes. I mean, it's just what you expect in the good and, macaroni and, and the beer, cheese. And the beer whisk, and the beer whisk, the like beer it used whisk. to be the oak. I, I never learned beer whisk and I never learned how to play tom. And those are the other two, you know, of course, but, you know, and I don't have the patience for Uno, you know. For now that COVID is starting to free up and we're, and we're becoming besties, I got you, I'll teach you. I'm gonna to have to learn. That's right. I, I, I walk you through strategy and all of it, how to read the partners, how to do the hands. I got you. All right, I'm with it. But anyway, I want to respect your time. I'm watching and I see we're kind of winding down. I want to. Uh, the last couple of questions I have is a: How can anyone that's watching or listening connect or support or whatever it is? How can they reach? Uh, how can they reach you? And then the last one is: Leave us with 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 uh, something to think about, a word, a two, a quote, a tip, or whatever that might be, and then we'll go out from there. Gotcha. So the easiest way I would say is, is just go to our website. We have our LinkedIn. We got the contact us page and it's easy. It's 100, the number one, zero, zero, 
bmte.org, which is 100blackmantriangalese.org, right? That's the easiest way. Um, I was sitting here thinking that I think the, the thought I want to leave is one that you touched on that I didn't get a chance to comment on, right? I think that oftentimes, um, and, and I won't say men because I think women do this also, but give them a hug, right? Because sometimes they're so busy trying to provide or doing or trying to help others that they don't take that needed self-care, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's hey, what's the next thing, right? We don't get a chance to under to enjoy that dash, that life, just because it's trying to help others. My, the members of our chapter, not one is getting paid. Not only do they not get paid, they actually pay an annual fee mm. to turn around, to sacrifice their time and invest it in our youth and our community, right? I mean, those are the type of guys that, that could use a hug or, hey, what's going in? And so I would say, check in, not only on your men, but on the loved ones, right? Let them know because it's, it's powerful when you feel like someone sees and hears you. And that's what they're trying to do for our youth. And so I would say, do that for them. And I will, I will give a shout out to say that our mentoring program is free. And at the end of matriculation of high school, we give our college scholarship funds. We do college tours, we do all those other stuff. And so, right, whether they're a member of the 100, one of these other mentor organization, right? Check in on them like they're checking in on your sons, your daughters, and your communities. And let's, let's, let's continue to spread the love and, and realize that our story is one of not just of what we've overcome, but what we contribute and what we can be. Uh, I that. Now, I will say this, you guys, on the way out the door. Homework. Um, because I love what you said there, Nate, and that is true. And I've actually gotten away from it in the last couple of months, but I used to do this up until the last few months, most recent few months. And that is you guys find someone that you see that feels unseen or that you may think feels unseen. And I know that on a weekly basis, I would literally sit down and I would write out note cards, like just handwritten note cards. And I literally, for no reason at all, just send them to people just to let them know, I see you, you know, I'm thinking about you. I hope you're okay. Or whatever the case may be. So, absolutely. I mean, but I, I would, I literally, you know, I, I love to do it. Like I love to do that. And I, I think just over the last couple of months, the holidays and all that, I guess I must have, and then with business, with launching these new books, I guess I just kind of got busy there, but you guys, if you could think of anyone, you know, that you would like to just recognize in some small way, a token, a little gift card, or just a regular note card would be amazing for someone, you know, and if you can make it a weekly thing to pick a person, just to send a little card to a $5 gift card, $10 for lunch would be amazing. Anyway, I want to thank you all for tuning in, whether you're watching, whether you're listening. I hope that you subscribe. Um, again, please check out Nate and the 100. Um, they are doing an incredible work in our community. If you need assistance in telling your story, you know, whether it be through a book or launching a podcast, you need help with that, hit me up, organizedenergy.co. And again, I thank you. Can't wait to get with you for the next time. And until then, be blessed. All right. It is awesome to listen to my show, but wouldn't it be amazing if you could launch your very own? Go from listening to launching when you pick up my new book called Is This Thing On? 
the super simple guide to planning, launching, and scaling your podcast. And of course, it was written by a podcaster for new and aspiring podcasters. Think of it as business strategy meets podcasting 101. So yeah, anyone can launch a podcast. That's the easy part. But not everyone understands the business and brand strategy behind operating a podcast, be it if you're doing it just for yourself and for pleasure as a hobby, or if you're doing it to get more eyes on your brand. Either way, this book, this project is for you. Visit organizedenergy.co slash shop. Again, organizedenergy.co backslash shop. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I want to share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. Again, and as always, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the fact that you shared your time with me. That's number one. Number two, I always tell you guys as I close out my show that I love you. I remind you that God loves you and I want you to make sure that you love you. Okay, I love you. God loves you. I want to make sure that you love you. Now, if you enjoyed this show and what you heard today, I ask that you do me a favor as my bestie. Would you please go over to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, and um, wherever else you listen that has the opportunity for you to rate and review. I would love for you to rate the show and to leave a meaningful review. I want to make sure that you also have subscribed to the show and that you will share it with someone that you think would really enjoy it like you do. Okay, I truly appreciate you. I really do love you. And I cannot wait for you to join me again on the next episode. Have the absolute best week ever.